Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Tim Dillon Show here. Uh, some people have commented that I'm off-center uh, sometimes. And so what, what I want you to do is if you even noticed that or had that thought, I want you to kill yourself, but first <laughs> I want you to kill your children. Go into their rooms and Chris Benoit style, Google it, kill your entire family and then yourself because it, imagining the children that are raised in a household like that, I mean, it's, you know, he's off center. I just remember, I, I'm reminded of like the, the last scene of True Detective where it's like the Yellow King and his wife and she's like, will you make flowers on me? And he's like, he's off center. Um, we are here, we're recording Wednesday night and we're doing that because I'm going to Ray Kump's wedding. The great Ray Kump is getting married and I'm going to it. I'm the best man. I'm giving a speech at this wedding of Ray Kump and his lovely bride. And I'm going, I'm not being, and everyone, oh, I'm so cold-hearted. I'm going, I'm not being compensated. I'm going. <laughs> and I'm uh, throwing him a bachelor party. And it's a surprise. It's four P. it's him, his brother, his two friends, and me. And I'm getting a nice suite at a hotel. And then we're getting uh, midget strippers. And, and it, and that was the term on the website. Yes. And I don't know these guys that are coming well. I don't know if they're going to be into this or not. <laughs> I thought it would be fun and that it would help members of a marginalized community. I wanted to get really fat strippers. XX. I didn't want hot, like... I didn't want like really hot strip. Like that would be a weird vibe <laughs> with like four dudes I don't know, just hot women. They're getting like into it. Not that the little people aren't attractive. They have their own thing. But I wanted kind of a fun show, more like a burlesque show. Then a and you set this up, and it's it's they. Everyone's excited about it. Yeah, they're the real deal. I mean, the lady had a phone call Thursday and she was basically saying, like, you know, please treat them accordingly. Well, we're, yes. And I know, and I imagine that's a problem with a lot of what they do. Do you want to make sure you weren't finance guys? No, because there's sick people in that city. I just want them to come in, maybe do a little dance on the table. Yeah. And then move on. Like that, that, I just want it to be a little. And we'll have dinner, and then that'll be it. I, you know, and then I, I helped um, pick the caterer for them, and these caterers are scum, for the most part. You know, Ryan Phillippe is coming to the wedding because he's a fan of Ray and me. And then he goes, like the caterer is like trying to like be like a big dog. Like the caterer when we had the first meeting with the caterer. The caterer's like, I've done a lot of parties for celebrities. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you're like, number one, immediately it's kind of like, ugh, you're doing that? But 
Then when he found out Ryan Philby's coming, he's like, is that the Ryan Philby? And I'm not saying Philby's not a big celebrity, but uh, if you're impressed by Ryan Philby, it's like, have you really done a lot of celebrity parties? You know what I mean? Like, he's like, the Ryan Philby? I'm like, uh, I think, uh, you know, whatever you're claiming to be, this big celebrity caterer, and he's like, wait a minute. Cruel intentions, right? I'm like, you've met no one ever. Be honest. Um, but it's a it'll be a fun wedding. It's in New Jersey. Um, and I'm very happy and excited to be going. But I, I say that because we're recording Wednesday and everyone is talking about this submarine. Now, we don't know if it's going to be found, and we don't know if anyone's going to be found alive, but they're not. It's not going to happen. They've done the math. They don't have enough oxygen. They're gone. And that is sad. And I know people accuse me sometimes, like when that kid got eaten by a shark, they were like, well, you have no respect for the dead. It's like, (sighs) I've said it's sad, and it's a tragedy. But this is a late-night topical uh, comedy thing. So what do you want me to do? You want me to fly to Louisiana and hold the the parents' hands and say, I'm sorry about this? That's not what I do. I try to just... I make it fun so that even the parents probably enjoy it. I bet even they enjoy it. I hope that even the parents of the child who jumped off that cruise ship and got eaten by a shark in a few months after a couple glasses of wine, maybe watch a clip and go, it's pretty good. (laughs) That's pretty good. Stricken Titan submarine will run out of oxygen at 12.08 p.m. UK time. Coast Guard makes stark prediction as officials insist hunt for a five-man crew is 100% a search and rescue mission, but craft has not been found, leaving situation increasingly desperate. Here's what happened, because I've been reading about this. Apparently, people want to go see the ruins of the Titanic. This is something that I did not know, but this is a big deal. People are into it. They want to spend about a quarter million dollars per ticket to take this vessel that's not a submarine, but it's it's uh, like a submarine. It's this carbon fiber. We're going to get into this, and I know that uh, you have some things. We can take a look at what it actually is. But they're taking this vessel down really, really deep. So deep that... More people, they said, have been in space than have gone this deep in the ocean. Like, it is so far down that the pressure on that vessel is insane. The pounds of pressure on it. And this vessel was being, it's, it, there's a company called Ocean Gate, and the CEO of that company went on this trip along with a few other people. Let's get their names up here because it is unfortunate and it is sad. British billionaire adventurer Hamish Harding. 
Shazada Dawood. Shazada Dawood and his 19-year-old son, Suleiman. Mm-hmm. This is very sad. French Navy veteran P.H. Nargalay. And the CEO of uh, Ocean Gate, Stockton Rush. All of these gentlemen went down to see the ruins of the Titanic. Now, and then the ship, the vessel, it's, they've lost contact. But it's being piloted by a remote control. Yeah. So what I don't understand... Number one, let's make a few comments. Some people on Twitter have been very callous about this because uh, they're basically saying these are rich people doing something stupid. Fuck them. Um, that's been a lot of what... The, that's been the discourse on social media. These are rich people doing something stupid with their money instead of helping others, and their death is not to be, it shouldn't dampen anyone's day. It comes with the territory. That's what people uh, think. And there's other groups of people that say this is a national tragedy. This is sad. A life is a life. I am in the middle, and this is what I mean. I don't care at all. (laughs) Like, I couldn't have less of a thought about this. I don't care if you're rich. I don't care how you spend your money. I don't care if you're dead. I don't care if you're alive. It it means, I I mean, truly, I I don't get worked up over that. People are worked up. Yeah, well, they're in a I, they don't, I don't get worked up over it. It doesn't matter to me. It's uh, immaterial. Most rich people don't do things like this. Most rich people, if they're smart, live lives of boring abundance. <laughs> boring abundance. They have a lot and life's dull because they have a lot. Life is very exciting when you have a little and you can get a little more. And the getting of the little more defines everything. Your heartbeat pace is quickened. You're more alert. You're living in areas where that's required. You're struggling all the time to just survive, to thrive, to make it. But once you have been stuffed with money, like a game that was hunted on a fucking, you know... Uh, trip and then put on the wall like people that are incredibly wealthy their lives are very dull um and some of those people very few of them but some of them try to compensate for that by doing things like this by going to see the ruins uh, where other rich people died the great the watery grave of other rich people to pay their respects and that's what they do. And some rich people do other things, right? Some, some of them go to space because they're explorers or adventurers, but really they're bored. They're bored. Um, but it's all about 
how you, I don't think it's my job to tell anyone in this country how to kill themselves and their child. Because there are poor people doing that all the time. Poor people kill themselves and their children constantly. They kill themselves and their children all the time. People kill themselves and their kids like, like, like every time you hear a bird chirp, someone is killing themselves and their child in this country. And very few of them are doing it in a submarine looking for the Titanic. But, you know, I don't, I don't get involved. I don't judge. Now, you said there is a very cryptic, dark video that we can now watch because we, we now know that these people are probably gone. It's sad. They're dead. And there's nothing to be done. But this ocean gate, I still believe in. I still believe as a company, it's a good thing to explore the depths of the ocean and to find the ruins I would still do it. And I would advise other people to do it with their children. My, anyone in my family that wants a ticket, I will buy you a quarter million dollar ticket to get on this and to go see the Titanic. I, I will do that. I believe in this company. And every now and then people do have to die like this because it shows people that it's, it's it, you know, wanting to have a, an experience in life, wanting to feel something, especially when you're incredibly wealthy, is always a mistake. You must live with the misery of your wealth. You must live with how much it dislocates you and disconnects you from humanity. You must not fight it. If you do, you're going to end up in an imploding submarine on the bottom of the earth. Most people would trade with you because they don't know how isolating and lonely wealth can be. That being said, if you do not accept it, you will cause yourself to cause more harm to yourself and members of your own family. You must accept that you are no longer relatable to a lot of people, that other people bore you, that life has become dull, listless, pointless even. Life just drones on and on and on. The stakes are much lower than they had been when you remembered feeling things. But you cannot compensate for that by getting in a tin can and going down the Mariana Trench and finding the Megalodon shark. You must suffer through the sad, meaningless dinner parties, the conversations you must have with Ron DeSantis, <laughs> the golf, the bullshit. You got to do it. It's what you... Would you rather be in Africa with things growing out of your neck? Like sometimes you see the people on the internet that are in a different country and they have that problem? Elephantitis, where a gland is blown up to the size of a balloon? Would you rather that, or would you rather be a boring, rich nothing just drifting around on this planet until it eventually eats you? Do not be consumed by that feeling of emptiness. Go, go to the dark. 
Not the light. The light will kill you. The light is the Titanic. Because these people want greatness. They read about the explorers of the... There's nothing left to explore. It's all been found. There's nothing here anymore. You're going to see a shipwreck. You're going to look at a ghostly, ghoulish, ghastly shipwreck on the bottom of the ocean because there's nothing left of it. There's a few uncontacted tribes in the Brazilian Amazon. Who cares? What the hell's that going to be like if you stumble upon that? A brightly colored lizard you haven't seen? A couple of people in a loincloth? It's done. It's been done. There's nothing left to do. There's nothing left to do except, of course, online, digitally. Because this, the world, the planet, I've said it before, the planet is a dump. Even the nicest parts of it are a dump. It's, it's way past its prime. It's an old flight attendant, this planet. <laughs> it's, a, you know, hey, I'm from Dallas. I'm your Dallas-based crew. <laughs> and so, c- continually, so this is the problem with the rich. Uh, people, some of them, guys like this, are going, we're going to do something great, something historic, something amazing, and we're going to feel, when we see the ruins of the Titanic, we're going to feel something. We're finally going to feel something it's because it's all just eggs benedict, and I come in the hooker's mouth, and then I go to the fucking office. I don't even do anything, and I just sit there. I watch torture porn. I stare at my wife. Was succession on? Was it good? Huh? All right, you know, and it's just so, but you have to accept that because if you don't accept uh, the misery of uh, wealth, just like there's misery of poverty too. People, you know? But the interesting thing about the misery of poverty is there's always the illusion of somewhere to go, something to do. If I'm not poor, I'll be happy. That's the illusion. If I get things, I'll be happy. And sometimes that's true because sometimes what you want is like clean water. Sometimes what you want is relatively simple. You know, food that's not handed you to you through bulletproof glass in the hood, which is a lot of the Chinese restaurants put the general towels through the bulletproof glass because they're racist. And they've had some incidents as well. And that's where your patterns of behavior, whatever, it's not the point. The point is this. The point is, I don't know what the point is. The point is, let's watch this video. There's a man uh, here and there. You know, when we were kids, I was in Gifted and Talented. We watched something called The Voyage of the Mimi. And it was about oceanography and uh, conservation and a lot of horse shit. It was probably, they were probably trying to traffic us. Let's see what's going on here. Yeah, so this is the CEO of uh, Ocean Gate. Well, C- well, RIP to you, sir. <laughs> so this is him. This is a section of a story CBS did a while back. Service. An experimental submersible vessel that has not been approved or certified by any regulatory body and could result in physical injury, disability, emotional trauma, or death. Where do I sign? Oh, take your shoes off. That's customary. Okay. Wow. Inside, the sub has about as much room as a minivan. So this is not your grandfather's submersible. (laughs) We only have one button. That's it. It should be like an elevator. You know, it shouldn't take a lot of skill. The Titan is the only five-person sub in the world that can reach Titanic depths, 2.4 miles below the sea. It's also the only one with a toilet. 
sort of. And yet, I couldn't help noticing how many pieces of this sub seemed improvised. We can use these off-the-shelf components. I got these from uh, Camper World. We run the whole thing with this game controller. <laughs> Come on! It seems like... Here's what I will say about this. Um... People who are surprised that rich people fell for this don't know how gullible certain rich people are because they desperately want to feel something. And they're like, yeah, this sounds great. Um, it, it, all the crypto scams, all the things that suckered a lot of people into them and people go, how do people that should know better? Because I, I look at that and I go, well, I wouldn't get on that. And I don't know any, like, how are explorers and people that have, spent their life reading about these, uh, you know, cataclysmic events that have happened to the people that they've respected in the field of exploration. Like, how do those people just get on that with five people, a tiny little toilet? It has the room of a minivan. And you're now how long were they supposed to be down there? Do we know that? So it was just like an hour, it's an hour and a half to the bottom or, you know, a buck 45 and then, you know, two hours back up. So it was supposed to be very quick. Like four hours, five hours total. It was supposed to be a very quick trip and they would get there, they would see it. They go, there it is. It's the Titanic. It's the Titanic. There it is. And then they'd hang out <laughs> for a minute, I guess. They'd take a picture um, and then somebody would go, oh, I guess we come back up. And so what do we think happened? Is there, is there anybody right now, is there any video or anything of somebody trying to explain what happened? I'd love to watch. And then we're going to watch Cardi B because Cardi B weighed in on this um, uh, because the Explorer's son went to a Blink-182 concert instead of... Uh, I don't know, staying at home and mourning his father. So Cardi B released a video criticizing this guy and basically saying, like, what's the point of having all of this money if your own family doesn't care about you? Here is Cardi B. Helix Sleep. I, you know, so many people visit me and they go, what are these beds? What are these mattresses we're on? They're so comfortable. And I go... Uh, Helix, and they go, no way, really? I go, yeah. It's great because you take the quiz, and what the Helix Sleep Quiz does is they basically tell you, are you, uh, you know, what's your deal? Are you sleep on your side, your stomach, your back, your hot sleeper, cold sleeper? And they build the best mattress for you, and that is something that you have to value. It's a personalized mattress. It ships straight to your door free of charge. They have a hundred night trial, ten to fifteen year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress. Plus, enhanced cooling features to keep you from overheating at night. And if your spine needs some sort of extra TLC, they got you. Every Helix mattress has a hybrid design combining individually wrapped steel coils at its base with premium foam layers on top. It's a perfect combination of comfort and support. I'm not even kidding. Helix is offered 20% off all mattresses and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash timd. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash Tim D. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. 
with Helix Better Sleep starts now. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo is made in the USA. The products do not contain tobacco, leaf, or stem. Black Buffalo's base ingredient is a specific variety of edible green leaves, food-safe ingredients, and without pharmaceutical-grade nicotine for a product that delivers the same experience as a traditional smokeless product. I love it. Everyone I know uses it. They all love it. If you're 21 and over and dip or chew pouches or long cut, check out award-winning tobacco alternative Black Buffalo. Black Buffalo is everything you love, nothing you don't. The feel, the taste, the ritual, just without the actual tobacco leaf or stem, Black Buffalo is actually made from a variety of green leaves in the cabbage family. You take pride in what you do, take pride in what you dip. Honor your rituals with Black Buffalo. Black Buffalo makes all the best flavors like wintergreen, mint, straight, peach, and even blood orange, with or without pharmaceutical-grade nicotine. You can buy Black Buffalo online at blackbuffalo.com, promo code TIM, or at thousands of retail locations across the country by checking their store locator on the website. Blackbuffalo.com, promo code T-I-M. They have monthly themes. It's amazing. If you're 21 or over and use products like this, it's time to join the Black Buffalo herd. Head to blackbuffalo.com and use promo code TIM at checkout for 15% off your order. Use my code TIM for 15% off your first order. One last time, that's promo code TIM for 15% off your order. I would say this, folks. Everybody loves this black buffalo. You can get it with or without the nicotine. It's healthy and safe. Everyone's enjoying it, and it helps you do other things as opposed to bad habits. Okay, so one of the billionaires that's missing on the, on the water from that submarine shit, one of the billionaires, their stepson, is at a concert, right? At a Blink-182 concert. And people is like, um, well, what is he supposed to do? Be sad at the house? Is he supposed to go look for himself? Yes. You're supposed to be at the house sad. You're supposed to be crying for me. You're supposed to be right next to the phone waiting to hear any updates about me. You're supposed to be uh, counseling your mom and shit. Like, isn't it sad that you a whole fucking billionaire and nobody gives a fuck about you? Like, like you missing and motherfuckers is ready to shake dicks at concert. That's crazy. I'd rather be broke. I'd rather be broke than like and poor, but knowing that I'm loved. Yeah, well... Could there be any less loving relationship than a billionaire and his stepson? Like, when you think about it, like, she makes a good point, but here's why it's not valid. Billionaires don't get to be billionaires by being great parents. Specifically not to their stepchildren. Like, there's no way that this guy had a great relationship with his stepson. Um... And I like what this kid said. It might be distasteful being here, but my family would want me to be at the Blink-182 show as it's my favorite band, and music helps me in a difficult time, and he's happy. I would, dude, I would do it. I would be at the Blink-182. He doesn't care about his billionaire. Step, they, no one loves each other in the step world. It's never happened once. Never happened once. Especially a billionaire. And he's like, I'm partying, and I'm happy, and I'm excited, and this guy has some issues with all kinds of other things. He's got an online footprint that's a little bit weird, and but he's at the Blink-182 show, and his, his stepfather didn't even take him in the can. 
<laughs> he doesn't even care about him. The Pakistani guy took his son. This guy didn't even take his stepson to go see the Titanic. How much could he really love him? He doesn't give a fuck. He's like, my son is not built for these depths. So I would be like, yeah, fuck him. He didn't even want to kill me in the can. I go to Blink-182. So as of right now, they've heard banging. They've heard banging. This is what everyone has said. Banging the banging noise. I saw a TikTok. Play the, the shark TikTok. There is a guy who's claiming that a, a shark tracker app has actually maybe found this vessel because sharks are trapped. And by the way, I was going to comment on sharks for a little bit. I don't like all the positive press sharks have been getting as they continually eat people indiscriminately for no reason. And they're constantly like this ocean Ramsey. And Eli Roth, who I like, who's always like, oh, sharks are being killed all the time. It's like, okay, but what they, they make the soup. Chinese people make the soup. Shark fin soup. Is that my, is that my problem? The Chinese people kill sharks and make soup? And I've never had the soup. If the soup's good, I'm, hey. But this idea that sharks are like docile, loving creatures has to be smashed. Same with pit bulls. Pit bulls are vicious killers. They're monsters. And I'm not saying, but they attack babies all the time. Like there was this show, Pit Bulls and Parolees where they, like, teamed up pit bulls with violent people. And I'm like, how does this help, like, the PR campaign or the image of a pit bull? How about a show called, like, Pit Bulls and People Who've Never Been Convicted of a Crime? But they were putting violent people together with violent animals. Like, pit bulls are violent dogs. They maul children all the time. It's how they're raised. Not really always, no. <laughs> it's intrinsic to them. They're bred to be murderers and... Many people get upset when I speak the truth. I'm not saying don't have them, but know what it is. Sharks also are, are, are not good on the whole. And I don't mean there's individual sharks that are decent, <laughs> but as a whole thing, they're bad. And I love swimming in the ocean. And people are like, well, the sharks do the home of the ocean. It's like, is it? Like, there's a lot of people. Well, there's a lot of things in the ocean and they go, well, the sharks, the ocean's home. It's not your home. It's like, well, I don't want it to be my home. I just don't want to get eaten in the thing, idiot. I'm not, like, colonizing the ocean. I'm not, like, putting, <laughs> I'm not, like, calling the Four Seasons, like, make ocean hotels and fuck with them. I'm like, don't eat me. And every time a shark, like, rips someone's arm off, like, everybody defends the shark. Like, when that shark ate the guy in Egypt, and they were clubbing him, the Arabs. Thank God for Arabs sometimes. Not always, <laughs> but a lot. Sometimes, you know? Because it's not great with the ass in the face of the women all the time and throwing <laughs> the gays off the roof. I certainly don't like that. Um, and that's why Beverly Hills Hotel people said, why do you go there? Uh, because they're from the country where they throw the gays off the roof. And I'm like, if I have to have lunch at the Waldorf, I'll throw myself off the roof. Because it's not good. The John George here at Beverly Hills is not good. The point I'm saying now 
is that the Arabs were clubbing the shark in its head because it just killed some Russian guy who, I think he was Russian, right? Well, whatever. He's in fucking the water, and this tiger shark's just playing with his body, killing him. And then the Arabs find the shark. I don't know how. Someone did make a good point. Did they just, like, beat a, a like, a, just a shark? Did they just find, like, a shark that was in the water and grab that shark to just get vengeance on a shark? But even that's kind of understandable if it was a war between sharks and humans, which it is a little, but I'm hoping it was a shark that ate the guy. I don't want them to bludgeon an innocent shark, but in the heat of battle, my point is I think it was the shark that ate the guy, and they're clubbing the shark on the boat, trying to kill the shark, and like doing the taunts, you know, probably good Arab, you know, taunts to him. And they killed him. And... And then I said, it's, it's the world's not about right and wrong, it's about power. The shark had it in the water because everybody always rushes to defend the shark. Like all these tough guys on Twitter think it's cool to defend sharks eating people. Get that up. Get that up with the legs like that. Look at this. You want to see the video? No, let's not play the video because it's, it's like old news, but like just make that bigger with the legs. There you go. So the shark ate this guy. And all these people are defending him. He's like, well, he was in the water. He should be eaten. And I'm like, well, okay. How about, I mean, the sharks can eat the other things in the water, like the seals, right? That's my, I'm just not always like, let's defend the shark. All these people on Twitter are like, well, it's the the shark's home. And Okay. But I'm just saying like, we should be the boss of them. We're smarter than they are. They don't have what we have. We should be better. Like, we we own the animals. We are the boss of all the animals on the earth. It says that in the Bible. You have dominion over the animals. No, we are the boss. They're not the boss. The animals are not the boss. We kill them all the time and go, we're putting up condos, and we will continue to. We're not, they're not the boss. The animals are not the boss. I don't care how big and bad they are. Oh, I'm a big, bad shark. Kill it. Poison it. <laughs> Poison the water. We poison the water. <laughs> kill all of We'll kill everything on this planet. We're the boss. <laughs> now, so it's true. Now, when the shark kills this guy, everyone's like, well, he's got the right to. And, and he got, thank God for Egyptian people. I really, because they're clubbing it to death, which is a show of power. Now... What is that? They're hitting with a club, right? A metal pole, yeah. A metal pole. Well, it killed someone. Mm-hmm. Now, this Ocean Ramsey freak, I've had enough of her. I want you to go to her Instagram. And by the way, don't start this harassment campaign. But I'm saying with this, was she's swimming with the sharks all the time, and she's going, this shark, so... And, and the shark almost... Go to news, because the shark almost got her the other day. She's hot, so people tolerate this behavior. She almost dives into a shark's mouth in viral video. Watch this. She almost dives in. And I'm not hating on her. I'm just saying, like, I'm getting a little tired of, like, this, like, dick riding of sharks. Like, I understand. You know what I mean? Like. (laughs) Here she goes. She's diving. Yeah, he's trying to eat her. And she's like, oh, it's fine. He's hanging out with us. We're just friends, me and this shark. 
This is like the lunatics who live with bears and then the bear eats them. Remember that documentary? Yeah, Grizzly Man, yeah. The Grizzly Man? Yep. She's going to get eaten one day by one of these sharks, and she's going to be like, I, why, are, why are they doing this? Because they're your enemy, like birds. Birds are natural enemies of humanity. They hate human beings. They hate them. Birds attack people. I was a tour guide on a tour bus. Birds would shit on it. They hate humanity. They used to be dinosaurs. They're now birds. This is all facts. And they hate people. And it's true, and I hate them. But I like looking at them, and they're very pretty and majestic. But when it comes down to it, they it's a conflict. They go into plane engine. It's like <laughs> they have to be regulated. You have to regulate sharks. They have to be regulated. Now, because we, we were... Play this video, though. This is interesting because this TikToker believes that a shark location app has found this thing. Now, this man seems to be on a lot of Adderall, but I think that's how you come to this. <laughs> that's how you get to this. I may or may not have just found the missing submarine. If you go back two videos ago, I predicted that this would happen. This is a free shark tracking app that you can download on your phone right now. Just type in shark tracker in the app store. And these two sharks ping this morning at seven o'clock and eight o'clock in the morning. The two sharks are Andromache and Simon. Every living creature has patterns in their behavior. And this is not a pattern. This will inevitably get deleted by Osearch, the shark tracking app. But the statistical likelihood of both of these sharks swimming to the exact same location where the Titanic sunk and Titan, the missing submarine, is located is an imaginary number that doesn't exist. This is the location of the Titanic, and that is the exact same location where the sharks ping this morning. Whoever is looking for the crew in the submarine Titan needs to contact Osearch instantaneously and ask them for the coordinates before they delete them. I know on here we have a lot of fun with the Megalodon conspiracy theories, but I genuinely to my core believe that this ping is accurately showing where the submarine is. At the very least, Osearch, if you see this video, please stop removing the pings that you consider glitches. They are not glitches. There are things in the ocean that are being pinged accidentally, and you have the opportunity to figure out what that is. It'd be funny if it, like, a shark just ate him. Well... You know, I believe, sadly, this will never be found. Um, and here's how much I believe that. If it is found, I won't address it. And I won't address it, even if they're found alive, which they won't be. I will not address this. To me, it's done now. It's gone. It's over. And it's sad. Any loss of life is sad. No matter Whether they're rich or not, or they're poor. You know, I know it's easy to be callous about things happening and I understand that I'm 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 a person that also can be dismissive of uh the behavior of others that you know results in their death I think we all can when we hear someone died doing something silly or stupid when somebody has the firework on the 4th of July and blows their hand off we all go well this is what's going to happen right when you encircle Russia for years with NATO and then he bites Ukraine you go this is what's going to happen like there's all there's it's patterns that you can follow, but I I will say that it had to be a hellish last few moments. That's tough, in the depths, in the depths. A hellish, right? Spooky, yeah. Hellish, because you're in that little can, and it's just, it's you know, total darkness. Total darkness. 
and you're going down and you're going down and you're just, it's your dad's there. Your father took you on this thing. And there's got to be a moment where it may have just imploded. Get that up. People are saying that it may have just, the pre- you almost wish it was like that so it wasn't like this long, drawn-out thing. But it may have just imploded where the pressure got so much that, yeah, get this guy. Is he, he might have some good points. He has glasses. Morgan and Morgan Law Firm. I love law firms, especially personal injury ones, because people get hurt. They slip, they fall, they get in car accidents. And then what do they do? They go home with a bad neck or a hurt, you know, leg, but they don't get that money, and they should be getting that money. One problem in America, I truly believe this, people are not suing enough people. So Morgan and Morgan is great. It makes it so easy. They do not collect unless they win for you, and they will. You know, because here's the reality. Why aren't you suing more people? You come into contact with people all the time that have wronged you that you should sue. You fall on something, they, they left a pile of leaves somewhere, and you crack your head open. Sue them. Get your money. Get your dough. Get your cash, your payola, your green, your cheese. Get your scratch, your skrilla. And you can if you fall down anywhere. It's someone else's fault, most likely. People leave boxes. They got ice on the door. You know, you grab it, you fall. People are, there's cars on the road that smack you. Sue them. Sue them all. Oh, uh, grandma's driving and she's a little confused. Sue her. (laughs) You're hurt. You got to sue her. Morgan and Morgan will sue her. They will sue her good. Because you get hurt out there. You trip. Because someone, some fool, some kid is in his front yard and he leaves, um... A baseball glove, and you trip over it. Take their house. Go to Morgan and Morgan and sue the shit out of them. Show that young family that responsibility in this country is enforced by the courts. Morgan and Morgan, sue everyone you meet. Sue everyone you meet on the street. If a car hits you, Hit them back in the court. <laughs> Get them. Get that Skrilla. Get that Guap. If you're ever injured, you can check out Morgan & Morgan. Their fee is free unless they win. For more information, go to forthepeople.com slash Tim or dial pound law, pound 529. That's forthepeople.com slash Tim or dial pound law, pound 529 from your cell phone. That's F-O-R, the people.com slash Tim or pound law, pound 529 from your cell. This is a paid advertisement. You've heard me talk about how important it is to have a VPN to protect your online privacy, but choosing a VPN you trust is equally as important. Now, I like to do my research on my sponsors, and I only recommend my brands to my listeners that I believe in. <clears throat> I can say that with full confidence. Sorry, I was clearing my throat. I can say that with full confidence that ExpressVPN in, is the best VPN on the market. I believe that. Here's why. It doesn't log your activity online. Lots of cheap or free VPNs make money by selling your data to advertisers, but ExpressVPN doesn't do it. They're good. They developed this technology, trusted server, that makes their VPN servers incapable of storing any data at all. They're so speedy. They use lightweight technology. You can download things so quickly. HD quality, no problem. The last thing that they do is um, you don't need any technical skills to set it up. Just fire up the app and tap one button to connect. ExpressVPN... 
Everyone that we know here uses it because you need a VPN because everybody's trying to harvest your data. There's hackers, the government, you know the whole game. Um, I'm telling you. So protect yourself with the VPN that we use and trust here. ExpressVPN.com slash Tim Dillon today and get an extra three months free from a one-year package. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com slash Tim Dillon. T-I-M-D-I-L-L-O-N. Visit ExpressVPN.com slash Tim Dillon to learn more. It's really important and integral and essential that you do this to fight the people that are trying to take the things from you that you want and need. Express VPN. When you're under that much water, yes, it's 400 times the pressure that it is that we experience here at Atmospheric. You can't transfer them to another vessel. We need to actually somehow hook or claw their vessel and bring it up to the surface, which means we need to ship above them with a two mile cable and, and then we need to somehow get the hook onto their vessel and then get it back up, which means we probably need another vessel down near them, which can manipulate the hook and get it on because you can't control a hook at the bottom of a two mile uh, cable. So it's a very, very tough problem and time is running out. When tough, you're under tough. that much water. That's just it right there. I don't even think they're trying. I, they're probably not even trying. If that's what they have to do, which is really what they have to do, they're probably not. They're probably just taking some photos of the rescue teams for the gram. <laughs> they're doing it for the gram because no one's doing that. You're going to go down there and hook them with the thing, the other ship, and then bring everybody up. They're not doing that. Maybe this thing just imploded. The pressure got so it just... But there was probably a moment there where they knew it was going bad before it went bad. That's always the tough thing you think about. When you're sitting there and you're in the can and there's... Do you try to be funny? Do you try to be... Do you try to have a goof? When you're at the end and you're in a can, the absurdity of it, right? The absurdity of life, right? One of the, 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 one of the people there, he married some chick whose ancestors were on the actual Titanic. Mm-hmm. So now, the absurdity of it all, do, do, do you at the end have a little fun with it? Because now probably you don't, but is there some acceptance where you just kind of look at everybody and go, yeah, like... Is it, is there something, is there something you can say after you've lost contact and you're just, this, this, this thing is just going into utter darkness and you're in this can and you know it's over and, and you're just thinking of it and you go, I'm dying in a submersible can trying to see the ruins of the Titanic with my son. Is there any last moments I have with my son now where I can say something like, hey, you know, you know, I wish this had ended uh, differently. How do you get, you know, because you're the dad and you took your son. I guess maybe there's some religious stuff that happens there. Does anyone try to do a joke about a vacay? Like, hey, we should have taken a cruise. <laughs> we should have taken a cruise. <clears throat> I don't, you know, is there a last moment where maybe the uh, explorer goes, listen, you know, I, I hope they got a glimpse of the Titanic before it ended. 
Wouldn't that be nice? And then a Megalodon shark just got him. But, which I don't think exists anymore. But I hope they got a glimpse of it. I hope they got a little glimpse of it right as they, because this is a movie, by the way. Don't think for a minute. This is not a movie. Two Pakistanis in there. Diversity, honey. No, not Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. Because now the new movie rules. Get up the new movie rules. What do you need to be eligible for an Academy Award? I think you need 30% marginalized. And you got them in that tin can. The new rules to, to be considered for an Academy Award, you need to have like a certain amount of cripples. I believe. Uh, I That's not the term anymore. Um, you know, people that... You know, have issues. What do you call them? What do you call the cripple now? Disabled? A disabled person. I should have known that. But it is, you've got to have like 30% yeah. disabled or other or something. Like, you got to have some different people in there. And they don't mean Eastern European either. They want, you know, the different shades, which I'm down with. But it's these rules are stupid because then how do you tell period pieces and you make, like, a black trans person the king of England, it's like, well, that's not exactly history, is it? Um, You know, I mean, you're making Laverne Cox play the queen of England? I mean, is that is that the answer? Does that help racism? It seems more racist in a weird way. Um, at least 30% of all actors in secondary and more minor roles are from at least two of the following underrepresented groups. Women. Racial or ethnic group, LGBTQ+, people with cognitive or physical disabilities who are deaf or hard of hearing. Now, that's how they're going to get away with it. They're going to say, this whole white background cast, they're retarded. <laughs> they're dumb. They'll go up to them and go, no, watch. And they won't move. <laughs> they go, they're, uh, this whole background cast is severely autistic. They are all white, but they are severely autistic. We're talking Rain Man, reciting math. It's bad. I mean, there is no eye contact on this production. So please let us win an Academy Award because we, we you know, we're doing a movie about fucking, I don't know, uh, whatever they're doing, right? Uh, the uh, Pilgrims. And we can't make them uh, Lebanese. Kind, maybe we can. Lebanese look white. It's a bad example. We can't make them uh, uh, anything other than like white appearing because we're making a movie about the colonists. The colonists, the colonizing that everyone's talking about. That was done by Whitey. So they got to be white. But they're severely autistic. Everyone in this town scene that you're watching, God, severe. Severe. Spectrum. Main storyline subject matter, again, to be a, for an Academy Award. The main storyline's themes or narrative of the film is centered on an underrepresented group. I don't even know what this means. Women, racial, ethnic, LGBTQ, people with cognitive. This is going to destroy... There's an actor watching this who's, like, making a face right now because he knows it's over. <laughs> he knows it's over. It's over. No, it's uh, it's done. It's done. This kills it. 
Anybody who's making anything artistic with this crap, it's over. It's not going to be able to get done. This paint-by-numbers stuff is going to drain this business of the last few creative people that it has in it. It's going to replace them with order takers and box checkers, and you're going to get a lot of garbage. Succession is a great show because it's about one family. Understood? You can't make Succession a show that's about everybody that's ever lived. (laughs) And they all have some type of equal representation. It's about the Murdochs, who they call the Roys, a rich white family whose patriarch was from another country, Australia, I think it's Succession, it's Scotland or whatever. But so stories cannot be told this way. If they are told this way, it's going to be ruined. Now, however, this can works. We got the Pakistani guy and his... And by the way, if they're found alive, they because of how good the movie could be, they should be quietly killed. Like quietly once they get to the top. All of them should be quietly... Send the seals in, shoot them. Because the movie needs to end. The movie, because this could be a good one, and you have the diversity, and you have, you know, and then you say one of them's an autist, too, like one of the other white guys is, you know, he just keeps reciting the same quote or whatever. But the, the point is, once they get to the end of the movie, like, they're staring, they finally see the Titanic, you know? And they see it, and they see the Titanic. Um... And they're just looking at it, and it's beautiful. It's everything they'd imagine. It's just this, this you know, mesmerizing, beautiful sight that's worth was worth all of their lives, you know. And they and they and they see, and it's just such a great movie because it's so controlled. It's in that thing, and it's the lead up to it, and then the descent, and then the problems, and then wondering if it's going to be okay. And I mean, it just to me, I would see it, you know, and I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't really get too excited about things, but as a fucking film, because we all want to kind of, here's the thing. We all want to be in the can, but not. Like, we're all curious about what's going on in the can, but we can't, we don't want to be in it. Many of us don't have the money to be in it, but we also don't want to die in however they met their end. We don't want it. But the great movies are the ones that put you in the places you don't want to be without any threat of danger. So we want to be in that can. And we want to see how it went down. And then, you know, I would be very excited to see what they could do with this. And it's diverse. And it's about it's about people. And it's a great movie because it's about people wanting more. They want to feel, they want the experience. They want to see the Titanic. It's a once in a lifetime thing. It's a father and a son. It's a, it's a, you know, the guy could be like, you know, it's the great explorer. Who's like, I wonder if my children even miss me. And the kids like, you know, like, uh, you know, uh, fucking, you know, singing, uh, you know, what's my age again at the blink 182 concert. Like (laughs) it's all there. You have it all. The guy's like, I should have spent more time with my stepson who was convicted last year of harassment. <laughs> I sh- Instead of thinking about exploring the ruins of the Titanic, I should have been 
with my stepson. You know, and then, then they just cut to the stepson, and he's like, I bet this is growing. <laughs> it's like all of the elements of the human tragedy are here. People don't care about you. The great things you do often distance you from the people that are near you. And at the end of the day, this guy is sitting in this can going down to the Titanic to just try to get, he just wants something out of life that he's not getting. And his fucking stepson is is in a Blink-182 concert trying to get whatever thing out of life. That's his version of the fucking whatever, you know? It's his version of the Titanic. Just standing at a Blink-182 concert hoping that one of these emos girls pops out of tent (laughs) and, you know, he doesn't start vomiting or do something stupid and he's just trying to live his life, and this guy's trying to live his life in a can with this Pakistani businessman and his son. And it, it's 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 every it's the whole spectrum of the human experience in one great sad story that's captivated everyone because it's got something for everyone. That's why everyone's talking about it because it's got something for everyone. It has dreams. It has nightmares. It has family dynamics. It has wealth. It has money. It has class. It has adventure. These are the things that people like. It's a great, it's a great story. It's so good that if there is any chance that they're found alive, they must be killed to save this story. It only works if they die. If they are bailed out at the last minute, it is no longer a good story. It's actually annoying. It's annoying to see them get away with it. They can't get away with it. They must die. Not for me. I don't care. For the story, for the film, for the cathartic moment we're having right now. This lets a little pressure. There's a lot of people you know, working shit jobs who need to see a billionaire go down in a submarine every now and again. They need it. If you're working at Popeye's in the hood and you're dealing with all kinds of crazy stuff, you know, every now and then you need to see a white billionaire eat it in a fucking submarine. You need to hear about that shit. It's good. It keeps the gears grinding of society. Not for me. I don't care. It doesn't bother me. I hope they're all alive. But they're not. They're not. They're not. They died. They exploded trying to see the Titanic. They exploded. The pressure exploded them. They were just like... And they went all over the ocean. And then the sharks go... And the sharks don't care. They don't care, do they? They don't care at all. They don't care that they're eating 30% racial or ethnic group representation. (laughs) Do the sharks care about that? They don't care about that at all. If your dick needs to get hard, go to Blue Chew. Let's, Let's just cut it out. We all know what Blue Chew is. No one doesn't know what Blue Chew is. It's a chewable pill to help your penis get hard and big for everyone. This is all done online. No visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, no waiting in line at the pharmacy. Blue juice tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. It's unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets at a fraction of the cost. They say first impressions are important. What about lasting impressions? There's nothing sexier than confidence. With Blue Chew can help give you confidence where it counts. 
Blue Chew wants to help you have a better sex life. Discover your options at BlueChew.com. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code TD at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's BlueChew.com. Promo code TD to receive your first month free. Visit BlueChew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring this podcast. They're just eating. So I, I do believe and I love and I love and appreciate everyone on all sides of this because I like when people get into things. I, I, I do like, this is like an <laughs> online digital block party that we all got into for a moment. And there's something beautiful. It's got something for everyone and everybody was kind of in it. You didn't have to know. And people were doing great content. That black chick who did some great shit about this. You find the TikTok where she's like, wait a minute, and you had to be strapped in, and you had to be, motherfucker, like, she did a, I, I don't know what she was, but I was laughing so hard. This was great content. Applause to her and everyone who's using this right now to make content. All the creators, all the creators out there that are using the deaths of these people these people that got exploded in a can that we'll never know and don't care about and stop pretending we care. From our friends in Russia. <laughs> but everyone out there who's using their creativity to really nail them, it's, I, I, I'm proud to be part of this community. I'm, I'm dead serious because... It is, we can, we can still have fun. We're still, this, we, we, you don't have to give up on the internet. We don't have to give up on this stuff. We can still, it can still be fun. We can still utilize all of this technology to do great stuff and, and sink our teeth into these stories and, 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 have a, and learn and learn about life. And that's what we did with this story. And I think... I don't care. I'm, I'm, oh, this will go out Saturday. I don't, it's done for me. I don't care what they find. It's done. It's, I've had my moment with it. I've had a beautiful moment with it. It doesn't matter if they're found alive and they will not, they'll never be found. They'll never be found because they're gone forever now into the depths, into the darkness of the sea, under the sea. Um, and, and, and that's the end for them. And, and it's the end for me, even if there are new developments. I, I believe we draw the line there. Um, take the risks you want to take. Every now and then I take a risk. I get in an airplane to do my job. And that airplane, that's a risk. But I do it. I get in a vehicle. And I drive. That's a risk. You know what I mean? For many, many years, I uh, filled myself with drugs, alcohol, bad food, horrible people. I was around, you know, some of the scum of the earth. I associated with real monsters. Um, I had high levels of stress. I neglected myself and others. I neglected relationships with friends and family. I ruined my credit score. I was a bad borrowing risk. I uh, had my license suspended multiple times. I did not pay bills. I had liens and judgments leveled against me. I, I've done risky things, you know? I've, I, I, we all have our own can. 
and we're all trying to see the Titanic, is what I mean. And you never know when it's going to be. You never know when your can will get called. And we all have to decide who we're going to get into the can with and go see the Titanic. This is a fact. This is all true. And, and you're not better than these people. You're not better than them. And you will not escape the fate. You will still, you'll meet that fate. Somewhere. One day. You'll be handing someone a, a McChicken through the drive-thru, and they're going to shoot you in the head. Hmm. And <laughs> but that's going to happen to a lot of people. <laughs> now, <laughs> but you see, it's not, it's, you know, enjoy the time. Enjoy the can. <laughs> Enjoy the can. You don't know how long you got in the can. Enjoy the can. Isn't it going to be great when we see the Titanic? I wonder what we'll feel like uh, when we see the Titanic. How much will our lives change? What's it going to be like when I'm out on a date with a girl and she's got a big sloppy tits out and I tell her that I went to the Titanic? She's going to rip open her pussy and say, get in here. And she's going to swallow my whole body with it when I tell her the tale of seeing the Titanic with my old man and a couple of fucking British explorers, 11,000 or 12,000 feet, uh, 40,000 leagues under the sea, whatever. And she is going to be wet like the ocean when I tell her that. And all my friends are going to envy me. The world is going to envy me. Because I will know something and I will have seen something that they have never seen. Enjoy the can. Enjoy the can. It all goes to the same place. Good night. Give me more money somehow. Thank you.